this weekend. Join Vision CEO Phil Edwards for Sunday Morning Together. Each week, Phil is joined by pastors from across Australia as they minister to us all. Communion, conversation, encouragement and a smorgasbord of great songs help us focus on God's character and promises. Sunday Morning Together with Phil Edwards on Vision and on demand every Sunday in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We all have enemies. That's just the way it is in this imperfect world of ours, filled with sinners like you and me. But the difference between someone who's a kingdom builder or an empire builder is how that person treats their enemies. So how do you treat your enemies? And welcome again to the program today as we take a look at enemies, yeah, your enemies, from a different perspective. You and I see the world principally from our own perspective. We judge people and circumstances, we weigh our thoughts and actions on the scale of self-interest. What we feel, what we think we need, what we want, how we want to be seen. And that self-centric attitude gets us in a whole bunch of strife. That's the reason this program is called A Different Perspective. It's about taking a look at the same thing that we look at every day, you and I, but seeing it from a completely different perspective, God's perspective. Here's how I see the Bible. When I read the tough truths that God shares with me through his word, it's as though he's inviting me up onto heaven's balcony to see the view from there, lovingly putting his arm over my shoulder and pointing things out to me from where he sits, from his perspective. And when we do see this whole malay that you and I call life through his eyes, our mistakes become obvious. The confusion becomes clearer. The world starts to make sense. And I guess as we chat about becoming someone who's more a builder of God's kingdom than a builder of their own personal empire, seeing things through God's eyes is incredibly important. Yesterday on the program, we saw how David viewed a terrible situation of conflict between the outgoing king of Israel, Saul, who was trying to kill him, David's whole perspective on this life and death struggle was this. God owns Israel. It's God's kingdom. He appoints the king. And if he wants to remove Saul and replace him with me, well, he's going to have to do it. It's God's problem. I will not. I will not raise my hand against Saul, who is God's anointed. Despite what my supporters say, despite that I could easily take his life, despite the fact that I know I should be king, it's up to God. This is what David said to Saul in that dark cave where he could have killed him. May the Lord therefore judge and give sentence between me and you. May he see to it and plead my cause and vindicate me against you. See, David knew I was right, but he left it up to God. Our normal reaction is self-promotion because we're more interested in self than in God. But a man or a woman who's interested in God's will, God's decision, God's kingdom rather than their own empire is content to leave it to God. That's how you can tell a kingdom builder from an empire builder. It's a person who is prepared to suffer loss on their own part for the sake of gain on the part of God's kingdom. Powerful stuff, isn't it? To me, this story is a mirror in which I see my own reflection for what it truly is. Well may God say that his word is sharper than a two-edged sword, able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the human heart, Hebrews 4.12, because it is exactly that. I'm hoping that you, like me, are asking yourself, am I really a kingdom builder or am I a personal empire builder? 
How else do we know that a person is more of a kingdom builder? Well, I'll tell you how. It's how they feel about their enemies, how they treat their enemies. Do they weep over the pain and loss and suffering of their enemies or not? Eventually, King Saul and his sons, including Jonathan, who had become a very dear friend and ally of David's, are killed in a battle. God does it, in fact. God acts. He judges and acts against Saul and his house and for David and his house. Now, think about how you would respond in David's shoes. Saul's been trying to hunt you down and kill you, not to mention the fact that he's been sitting in a chair that God has clearly, clearly anointed for you. And the message comes to you that Saul is dead. How would you react? A sigh of relief, some, some tears even over the fact that you no longer have to run and fear for your life? Would you pull Saul down and run him down to the people around you? A stupid fool that he was. He deserved everything he got. See, God finally found in my favour. I was right all along. It served Saul right. They're they're all pretty natural reactions, I'd have thought. You might even throw a bit of a party in the celebration. Well, let's take a look at how David reacted. 2 Samuel chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. After the death of Saul, when David had returned from defeating the Amalekites, David remained two days in Ziklag. On the third day, a man came from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the ground and did obeisance. David said to him, Where have you come from? He said, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. David said to him, How did things go? Tell me. He answered, Well, the army fled from the battle, but also many of the army fell and died. And Saul and his son Jonathan are also dead. Then David asked the young man who was reporting to him, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan died? The young man reporting to him said, I I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on his spear while the chariots and the horsemen drew close to him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. I answered, Here, sir. And he said to me, Who are you? I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said to me, Come, stand over me and kill me, for convulsions have seized me, yet my life still lingers. So I stood over him and killed him, for I knew that he could not live after he had fallen. I took the crown that was on his head and the armlet that was on his arm, and I have brought them here to you, my lord. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore at them, and all the men who were with him did the same. They mourned and they wept, and and they fasted until the evening for Saul and for his son Jonathan, and for the army of the Lord and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who had reported to him, Where do you come from? He answered, I am a son of a resident alien, a Malachite. David said to him, Were you not afraid to lift your hand and destroy the Lord's anointed? And David called one of the young men and said, Come here and strike this man down. So he struck him down and he died. And David said to him, Your blood be on your head, for your own mouth has testified against you, saying, I have killed the Lord's anointed. And David intoned a lamentation song over Saul and his son Jonathan. Just let that story sink in. David mourned over the loss of his enemy Saul. David struck down the man who killed Saul. Now there is a heart after God. There is a man who is a true kingdom builder rather than an empire builder. How do you react to that story? I'm totally gobsmacked. I'd have thrown a party. David wrote a lamentation song. I'd have given the young man who killed Saul a medal. David killed him. God loves each man, each woman, and each child equally. For God, he hates to punish. 
He, he hates to have to let people live out the consequences of their sin and their rebellion. That's why he sent Jesus to die for you and me, because God, too, is a kingdom builder. Jesus came to usher God's kingdom into this world so that you and I and countless others can be part of God's kingdom. But, my friend, that means denouncing our desire to build our own empire. It means opening every part of our heart to the kingship of God, to the lordship of Jesus. It means admitting that we are completely incapable in and of ourselves of following Jesus and helping to build his kingdom on this earth. It means submitting ourselves to the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit for God to work in us and through us. It means being prepared to suffer real loss in this world in order that the love of Christ can fill the hearts of those around us as well. Paul, writing to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what it means to be a kingdom builder instead of an empire builder. And the only way it happens is when we yield our hearts to the kingship of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.